On this episode, we talk about the top three most exciting sports to watch that you're not thinking about right now. Also, TBH, this episode is going to be OTH. I think that means off the hook, but the kids are using it, and we may not like it because it's dumb. We're going to give you the three worst text acronyms. And there's brain matter everywhere. Tyler and I just blew our own minds. Will we blow your minds too? Welcome to the Dad's Rank Things Podcast. A definitive ranking of the most indefinite things. From the commonsensical to the outright outrageous. Just two dads speaking their minds. Or what's left of them. Welcome to episode four of Dad's Rank Things. I'm Jones. I'm Tyler. And today we're tackling the top three most exciting sports to watch right off the bat. So these are these sports that uh, unfortunately may not be able to play anymore because of age. <laughs> uh, and we are excluding the... Five major sports. So basketball, baseball, football, hockey, and soccer excluded. So what else is on the list? I got some good ones. I don't know about you. The the word uh, exciting to me was the tough one to really pair up the sport with. Right. It's got to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I can't nap to it. Mm-hmm. All right. So number three for me is volleyball. Whether that's beach or indoor, men's or women's, the potential to watch somebody get blasted in the face is enough to tune in for me. Uh, and you always get the great volleys and athleticism and the short games, so they keep your attention span. So that's why I like that one. Yeah, you talk about uh, attention span. That's where uh, beach volleyball really hits home with me. So that's true. Uh, <laughs> Especially uh, during the Olympics. Olympics, yeah. Olympics, uh, Olympics beach volleyball. Uh, I, I like that one. I agree with that. Uh, number three for me uh, is uh, UFC. That that for me is a a big one. Uh, I think the the most recent fight um, that I don't even, I'm most, I don't even like really pay attention to the storylines. You know, everyone kind of knows McGregor as right. like the guy that that separates himself. So I didn't. I, I got like barely prepped on the last fight that I watched, and then uh, some craziness happened. Uh, as uh, you know, some people this guy ran into the crowd, and the crowd ran into the to the octagon, and it was it was nuts. And I I literally was on the edge of my seat excited and so uh for me uh that's number three my number two is another violent sport dodgeball so (laughs) there's no that's your exciting sport to watch yeah i love watching dodgeball there's nothing better than watching grown men pelt each other with semi-soft balls and thinking i bet i could do that it's on espn2 sometimes where they have this world cup of dodgeball and you watch these nations of co-ed teams and they're mostly older people and they're not that athletic. So I think if I could get into that, even at this age yeah. of nearly 35. You may be onto something there because, let's be honest, the best event or whatever, 10 minutes that you're going to watch for NFL Pro Bowl weekend now is when they do the dodgeball. Yeah, I like that. It's amazing. It's awesome. Those guys are athletic. Uh, it's very good to watch. So if someone out there with a lot of money is listening, which I'm sure there are tons of those people <laughs> – Celebrity athlete dodgeball. I would love that. I would tune in every single week. If draft your teams, different athletes from different sports, that would be fantastic. Yeah, it would be fan- those and those guys get into it. They want to win that in, in the Pro Bowl. That's a good choice uh, for me. Um, you know, I I gotta say this. Uh, the, as I told you before we started, the word exciting was tough for me. Uh, because one of my favorite sports to watch is golf, mm. you know, and um, there have been moments uh, in, in my life watching golf that it has been extremely exciting. And so I, I have to put it at number two. Um, it, it, for me, the anticipation, 
the quietness, the moments uh, of climax and cheering and everything culminating to huge, huge pressuresome moments that are unlike almost any other sport, I got to give golf a nod here. And not just because I play it. I know I play it. It helps. I know. I, I'm, a, I don't, I'm not an MMA guy, uh, <laughs> but I do hit the golf ball around a little bit. So feel free now to bash me, people. <laughs> I think that helps, though, if you do play golf because you can understand the um, complexity of the sport and how hard it is to hit a ball like they do, like their skills off the charts. Because everybody, most most men of our age play golf, and so they understand, okay, I could never do that on that type of course. Uh, my number one is very exciting. It's table tennis slash ping pong. So it reminds me a little bit of middle school gym class, the college student activity center, or maybe just Forrest Gump. But the hand-eye coordination is something like a ninja training session. I've never seen anything like that before. And it's also the second best use of a table. Eating, of course, is number one. <laughs> true, true. I, interesting choice. You surprised me with that one a little bit. Ping pong. If it's on TV, I'm going to watch it. At least for 15, 20 minutes. I'm not saying I, I could watch Are a marathon good? of ping pong. Are you good? Uh, at playing ping pong? Yeah. Uh, I'm decent. You got a, like a, a one of those spinny serves? I got a screwball serve, yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> you, you you are the guy that would have that, you know. Uh, my number one is uh, is a sad one for me, Jones. It's sad because it's it's gone. And it, it's not I'm not saying it's lost and gone forever, but for a while it's it's gone and and that is boxing. Okay. Boxing to me because of the you know, and we grew up, I think, in a good boxing era oh, that, that kids now will never understand. They'll never understand the Mike Tysons. They'll never understand uh, Holy the Holyfields, yeah. the Sugar Rays. They'll just they'll never understand it. And we were lucky enough to kind of grow up in in a, a sport that was culminating, or maybe just on the downfall, I guess, from Muhammad Ali. But man, just the McGregor uh, Mayweather fight, just in and of itself, the attention that that got. Right. And, you know, I know they paraded it and did, I thought they did things the right way in gathering the attention, but everyone wanted to watch it. Everyone had to watch it. And to me, when you can put out a product like that still, even if it's like one or two matches a year, right? worth it. Worth it. I'm sad and saddened that it's that is pretty much gone. Uh, for me, I think one of the things that would possibly bring it back, and, and I think... Vitaly Klitschko and the other Klitschko, the Russians that held the heavyweight titles for like 100 years, mm -hmm. they ruined boxing in America. We had no one to contend with them in America. If you had an American heavyweight champ that had a cool personality, boxing will, would come back. And that's all it's going to take, in my opinion. Right. It's going to have to go to the drama of the UFC or something like that to get yeah to get people back I'm okay to with it. that yeah. I'm okay with that but I think that just that boxing match alone brought so much attention back to the sport that it showed it, it could still be relevant if the right people were involved and so for me number one most exciting sport to watch LOL Jones that's a good one BT dubs this next category is going to be OTW or OFW, off the wall, whatever it is, you know. We're going to do the top three worst text acronyms. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, my number three is, I, I, I don't like this one just because uh, it never will happen, and that's ROFL. 
Okay. Rolling on the floor laughing. No one has literally fallen on the floor with their telephone laughing. No one has literally fallen out of their computer chair onto the floor laughing. R-O-F-L. If something is really funny, you, you know, use other words or other acronyms. Get over it. That's number three. So you want something that's realistic in your acronyms? Kind of, sure I guess so. <laughs> Um, I agree with that one. I, I don't like that one, even though it didn't make my top three. Uh, but my number three is I-M-H-O, which is in my humble opinion. Whoa! Now, the first five times that I, I heard this, that somebody used it on my phone, I had to Google what it meant. Like, I had no idea what I'm-ho means. I usually thought it literally meant that you were a, a ho. <laughs> I'm-ho! Um, if, if people don't understand it, then basically the purpose of an acronym fails. It yeah, fails I, its purpose. I, for some reason, I get hungry for IHOP whenever there you, you yeah. said that one. But uh, my number two is GR8, the letter 8. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're not too far off from just spelling out right. the word great. Yeah, two more characters to go. So, and you had to switch to your numbers on your phone just to get the 8 out. And in that little time, you could have put EAT in there. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, we're just now weirdly not being lazy when the whole point of this is to be lazy. So, GR8, come on. I like it on a license plate. I don't like it in oh, Texas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my number two is SMH, so shaking my head. So that's when you really can't give your honest opinion about something, you just shake your head, I guess. But do you really do this in real life? Again, back to the rolling on the floor laughing. Mm-hmm. Nobody does this. You just violently shake your head and don't say anything in return. Interesting. I think, uh, I, I think I was against this one at first, and I came around to it. So not, you use it. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm guilty. Um, for me, I use it in a manner of disappointment of someone talking to me like, Hey, uh, you know, Jonesy dumped his 10th girlfriend in 10 days, and I would just write back SMH. Because, <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to say anything. And I would, if I saw you in person, I would just be like, shaking my head, disappointment. So, so it's a cop-out. Similar, similar to like an emoji is a response. It's a cop-out. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, which, okay, you cannot like that. That makes <laughs> sense. Okay, my number one is DIY. What? Okay, DIY has become my number one least favorite. Do it yourself. All right. Now, I'm aiming this more towards the businesses who happen to frequent this particular acronym. For example, like Home Depot or Lowe's, they have a lot of advertisements out there. DIY tips, DIYs. Right. Look, guys, obviously, if we are buying things from your company, we are already doing it ourselves. That's why I have to go to Home Depot because I didn't hire a freaking plumber. I'm I'm doing it myself. Like, I don't need you to tell me what I'm going to do, right? That's like saying uh, GGS, right? Go grocery shop. I know. That's that's what I'm doing. I'm at the grocery store, right? So, plus, I'm the least handy guy ever, so I never want a DIY. I want to spend the money, too, so maybe I'm harboring some jealousy. Yeah, now we're getting to the bottom. We're getting deep to my psychological roots. That's the reason why you resent it is because you can't do it. But don't tell me DIY when that's why I'm already coming to your store, man. Now that you've you've uh, unveiled the reason behind of why you hate it, I kind of understand it. <laughs> to me, because I, I I'm involved in marketing and using DIY on a normal basis, I'll, I'll defend myself. But I understand from your standpoint. Um, my number one is something I think everybody can relate to is TY. Thank you. Like, what better to show your appreciation than to not give your benefactor one more half second of your time to type out the word thank you in extra six letters. Mm. 
It's easily the laziest, laziest, the least empathetic tapping of finger communication created by psychopaths because there is no empathy <laughs> that you're giving by saying T-Y for thank you. I think T-Y also gets it gets a little confusing because you almost don't think of it as thank you because tie, it, it kind of puts together its own sound and its own right. word. I would, I would put T-H-X in that same category or the really weird one, the T-H-N-K-S where you just oh, yeah, leave that, out the A. That, like, that really? was odd. I have been guilty to use THX because I'm not really saying thanks. Like they're not really doing something for me really appreciative. So it is kind of my downgrade. If I'm in a professional like text conversation with, uh, you know, a potential student, mm -hmm. thanks it's spelled out is going to be it. But if it's you and you say, <laughs> I'm going to be there at four o'clock instead of five o'clock, I'll just say THX. Okay. So I guess I'm so using it how you... The, are the, hating it, right, but intended. But intended, intended. I, okay, I understand the different levels of appreciation, <laughs> but still, I think if you're going to give any response to say thank you, you might as well I say, would never I appreciate you. I would never T-Y another human being. <laughs> so over the last few years, people have told me things that, honestly, I probably should have already known or noticed and for some reason, in my sheltered life, I just didn't. So we're going to reveal those things. The top three basically simple facts that have blown our mind. And we want to help you guys. Maybe along the way, we can help blow your mind. That's and right. Maybe by listening to this show, you'll be like, oh my God, I didn't know that. Or you might hear what we say and be like, you're stupid. Everyone knew that. <laughs> or the third thing you might say is, interesting, I didn't know that, but it's stupid. Okay. Hopefully we can educate people on this show. Those that, are the that three great, reactions. Plus. Those are the three reactions I think we'll get. Uh, just found this out recently, right? Probably should have known it once again. Uh, number three for me is goes back to the uh, roast beef franchise Arby's. Okay. Did you know it stands for roast beefs? Roast beefs. Or roast beef if you want to. R-B. No. How do we not know that? We should just know that. So they just made up the, the letters to spell that? Arby's. A-R-B-Y apostrophe yes. S. Yeah. So the, it doesn't belong to anybody named Arby. It's just now that was something for, else. Uh, for roast beef. The person that told me said that the owner or something might have had the initials RB too. Maybe. I don't okay. know. But nonetheless, they were like, well, roast beefs, Arby's. Let's get some Arby's. Makes sense. Right, that's, like, that's an acronym I wouldn't use in a text message, but well, why would we? <laughs> correct. Why would we never have thought that? Huh? Yeah. It is kind of mind blowing. Boom! <laughs> Sorry to drop that one on you from the start. Uh, my number. I like the food one though, because I right. wish I had more foodies, free ones. Foodies. Uh, my number three is the lines on a red solo cup actually can be used for measuring. So those who drink alcohol may have not noticed this before, but the bottom line, the first line, is one ounce. So for liquor. The second line is five ounces to use for wine, and the third ounce at the top is twelve ounces for beer. So <laughs> I never liquor, knew that. wine, and beer on a red solo cup. I just recently learned that, and I've been drinking for a long time. <laughs> I have also been drinking for a long time. Wow, it's built I never in. knew that. See, look at us. Yeah, learning something. But this one I, I think you would know. But uh, the FedEx logo itself has an arrow in the logo. Yeah, I've seen those, yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, but I've always seen FedEx until someone said there's an arrow within those letters, F-E-D-E-X. Right. Just have to look at it differently. Now I can't help but like look at that <laughs> every time I see, see it. Yeah. There's so, a lot of those hidden things within logos, too. Yeah. Um, so the space between is where you can get a lot of the symbology. Mm -hmm. 
That's interesting. Um, my number two is also a symbol. Mm-hmm. It's the arrow next to the gas gauge, and it shows you which side of the car the gas tank is on. <laughs> I didn't know this till about 10 years ago or so when I started driving other vehicles. Now, of course, you, you know what side of the gas tank is on your own vehicle, but if you drive different cars like for work, it can save you a lot of time and you don't look stupid. <laughs> so that's another a tip. If you look on your gas gauge, the sure. arrow on the side. It should have an arrow. Yeah, it should have an arrow that points you in the right direction of where to fill up. I, that could, once again, you could have just helped a lot of people. Hopefully. Maybe we didn't. And the last one, I'm going to say most people knew this. I didn't, and I should have. But it wasn't until I was like 30-some years old uh, that uh, when I took the top off of the deodorant cap, I I was trying to just pull that little slippery stick, plastic stick off because I wanted to apply the deodorant. And someone's like, yeah, but you're supposed to twist from the bottom first, and then the plastic part will just fall off. That seems like common sense. Right. It wasn't for me. My whole life, it wasn't for me. So actually, and then when I posted on Facebook and the picture of it, half the people were on there were like, oh, my God, I never thought of that. The other half were like, you are the stupidest people on earth. So it's one of those things that just little things that blew my mind. Uh, My number one is a technology one. And it's something that just came out within the past couple of weeks in different news agencies that you can hold the space bar on your iPhone keyboard to then move the cursor around on your sentence so you no longer have to click 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 trying to find the right space to get into hold your hold your space bar and that way you can move the cursor around it saved me decades of work on my phone because i type a lot holy cow i'm doing it right now wow yeah i I did not know this existed so so many times you're trying to click in the middle of a sentence and you can't (laughs) do it it won't won't allow you to do it now you know how to you're a genius (laughs) i just copied off somebody else okay now Someone told me something the other day. I didn't know if it was true or not, so I thought we could just we could try it here. Okay. Okay. They said the way a Gatorade bottle is shaped, it's to hold the cap on the bottom of the bottle. Is this true? It's not because I saw this on Twitter. I was going to post something because I'm a marketer for a company of gas stations and supermarkets. So I was like, if this is true, it's genius. Unfortunately, the bottle itself was from France. It was not an American bottle. So your bottle will not hold it because the divot is not big enough in the bottom of the bottle. Plus, I think, what am I drinking? A G2. G2. I think it's different because you can see there's no way it holds this. So this right. is not true. Is For, this true in America. France? In France, yes. They have a different shaped bottle. So it'll pop up in, in, inside of it, but not, not in America. So see, when people tell you these things, you should always check them out. We may be lying to you. <laughs> Snopes it. <laughs> Agree or disagree, let us know what you think on Facebook at Dad's Rank Things and tell us what you want us to discuss next.